There's no better time to become a member of the DSR network. Later this month, we'll be announcing a major media partnership to our ever-expanding lineup of podcasts, bringing you even more insight and analysis than ever before. Members enjoy an ad-free listening experience, bonus content for virtually all of our shows, an invitation to the member-only Slack community, an evening newsletter recapping the day's top stories, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of October, you can take 50% off the membership price for the first month. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SPOOKY at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SPOOKY. Thank you very much for your support. It's October 10th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Israel has announced that it has regained control of the Gaza border and has launched intense airstrikes on the Gaza Strip, despite threats from Hamas to execute a captive for every home hit. Israel has been vowing to take mighty revenge after a deadly attack by gunmen in its towns, resulting in hundreds of casualties and hostage-taking. Israel has called up reservists and imposed a total siege on Gaza, leading to a significant death toll and widespread destruction. The United Nations reports that 180,000 Gazans have been made homeless, while emergency crews struggle to reach affected areas due to bombardment of roads. In Israel, volunteers are retrieving bodies from the attack sites, and there is uncertainty about the official death count. Israel's next move could potentially be a ground offensive into Gaza. Western countries have backed Israel, while Iran, Hamas's patron, celebrated the attacks but denied direct involvement. Fears of a second front in the war have arisen following a deadly clash on Israel's northern border, with Hezbollah denying involvement and the United States warning Iran against further involvement. The Israeli ambassador to the EU and NATO, Chaim Regev, has called on EU countries to support Israel in containing its conflict with Hamas in Gaza, emphasizing the need for the international community to convey a strong message to Lebanon and the Palestinian Authority to keep the conflict localized to Gaza. Following Hamas attacks that resulted in over 900 casualties, Israel has engaged in retaliatory strikes in Gaza, imposing a complete siege on the territory. Regev underscored Israel's sole focus on disabling Hamas's military capabilities and warned neighboring countries, including Lebanon and Hezbollah, to stay out of the conflict. The EU's response has been mixed with the suspension of development aid to Palestinians announced and then later clarified. Israel also seeks international assistance to rescue hostages taken by Hamas. Despite the conflict, Regev downplayed its impact on talks between Israel and Saudi Arabia to normalize relations and refrained from implicating Iran directly in the attacks. Expressions of solidarity with Israel have come from EU leaders, and there are plans for a phone call between the EU Commission President and Israeli Prime Minister. Hamas has issued a threat to kill Israeli hostages in response to Israeli bombings of Palestinian homes without warning, while Israel has mobilized reservists and imposed a total blockade on the Gaza Strip, causing suffering for its residents. 
The death toll has risen significantly on both sides following recent clashes, with residential areas and critical facilities like hospitals and schools being targeted by Israeli forces. The United Nations and human rights organizations have strongly condemned Israel's blockade, considering it a war crime, and also criticized Hamas for threatening hostages. Diplomatic efforts, including calls from Egypt and Turkey for an immediate end to violence, are underway, and several governments, including the UK, France, Germany, Italy, and the United States, have expressed support for the rights of both Palestinians and Israelis. The situation has also led to tensions in the broader region, with Hezbollah launching rockets into northern Israel in retaliation for Israeli actions in Lebanon. In other news, dozens of contract workers at Amazon warehouses, primarily from Nepal, have reported being deceived and subjected to grueling, squalid conditions. Many were promised direct employment with Amazon, but ended up working through labor supply firms in Saudi Arabia, earning significantly lower wages and enduring harsh working conditions. They also had to pay exorbitant recruiting fees that violated government regulations. After being abruptly laid off, they were left in dire situations, often unable to return home without paying hefty exit fees or facing exploitation. Amazon acknowledged mistreatment of some workers in Saudi facilities and pledged to make amends. The workers' accounts raised concerns about labor trafficking practices associated with major corporations. Alan Weisselberg, the longtime finance chief of Donald Trump, is set to testify in the civil trial brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James against Trump and the Trump Organization. Weisselberg, who recently served in jail for tax fraud, is a defendant in the lawsuit. He is expected to testify about his role in preparing Trump's annual financial statements and conversations they had while finalizing the documents, which were used for securing loans and making deals. The lawsuit alleges that Weisselberg engineered Trump's financial statements to inflate his net worth and signed off on inflated asset valuations. Trump, who attended the trial's initial days, is not expected to return to court. Weisselberg has maintained a low profile since leaving jail six months ago, expressing difficulty in reacclimating to society. The House of Representatives is facing a tumultuous week as Republicans try and choose a new speaker following the removal of former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The Republicans have scheduled a candidate forum and a secret vote to nominate a speaker, with uncertainty about when an official election will take place. The ongoing conflict in Israel could expedite the process to ensure the House can address urgent matters like humanitarian aid. Two potential successors to McCarthy, Representative Steve Scalise and Representative Jim Jordan, have emerged, but the party remains divided. House Democrats plan to stay out of the Republican leadership struggle. McCarthy has expressed willingness to return as Speaker if the conference chooses him. The conflict in Israel has added urgency to the situation but it's unclear if it will prompt quick support for a new leader. Speaker pro tempore Representative Patrick McHenry is serving in a limited role as acting speaker, but there are questions about his legislative authority in this unprecedented situation. McCarthy suggested that a resolution condemning the conflict should be put on the House floor to show support for Israel. In lighter news, the Oregon Humane Society hosted its annual Pug Crawl event with a Taylor Swift theme called Pub Crawl, 
Taylor's version. Pug owners in the Portland area brought their dogs to Level Beer in northwest Portland, where the event featured a fashion show with pugs strutting down a pink carpet runway in Taylor Swift-inspired attire. The event, which included a parade and costume contest, was hosted by drag performer Peachy Springs. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.